We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. Welcome back to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa. So today I've got my wonderful husband, business partner, soulmate, Tom Schantz, joining me to talk about being naturally psychic. So welcome, Tom. Thank you, Teresa. It's great to be here. However, I'm never very far from you anyway. (laughs) Yes, because... Tom has his office downstairs. I have mine upstairs and we live in a house in Iowa. So we are not too far apart. And so understanding how to communicate with our naturally psychic abilities is something we're going to talk about today. And I kind of want to start first by saying how the years I've been doing my psychic or my, actually my spiritual journey, my spiritual path, I've learned a lot of things and I've had a lot of openings and a lot of explorations and, you know, people talk about, you know, I've, I've remembered things, I've reawakened things, but a lot of what I've done throughout the years is not practical. I don't know exactly like what to do with my intuitive gift or my gifts of, you know, hearing or, or having, you know, sensing things and feeling a lot of things. And so that's one of the aspects that we would like to really work with is making the spiritual part of your life practical with our, with our business TNT spirit works. And so we do have a wonderful class coming up on Saturday, the 16th of October called Naturally Psychic, Exploring My Inner Communication. And this is going to be a really great class to have because it's going to help you with understanding the four gifts of your your psychic abilities and working with different energetic techniques and really diving in a bit deeper and how to make these practical. So through this amazing class we're going to be offering on the 16th of October, we kind of want to share a little bit about how Tom and I interact with the, with our inner communication, especially as a team, especially as a spiritual couple and, um, and what we do in our lives together. Because before Tom, I did not have this in my life and I was kind of all over the place. And so I want to definitely um, have Tom share his perspectives too on his inner communication and being naturally psychic and how that's worked in his life. Thanks, Teresa. Uh, you know, I always like to go back to the basics and remind everybody that one, you know, we are energy, you are energy. Um, we're here to learn and grow Two, here on planet earth. We're a soul having uh, a physical experience and we all have a team of inner guidance or spiritual helpers to help us in that uh, mission that we have as individuals and to live what we call our spiritual thrust. So from that perspective, um, uh, we have purpose. You know, if I'm in a relationship with someone, uh, if I know what I'm learning from that relationship, if I know what I'm getting out of that relationship from the spiritual side of it, not just the physical side of it. I mean, there is the physical side of it, and that's all wonderful stuff. 
but it's, it's through that involvement in life that we really learn to grow. So one of the reasons that I want to bring that up is because in that course that we're offering on October 16th over Zoom, we're actually going to go through uh, an outline of what those four spiritual gifts are, which are intuition, vision, uh, feeling, prophecy, not necessarily in that order, but that's the four, the four gifts. And then uh, we're going to experience a technique, even over Zoom, where you get to experience that natural psychic awareness. And I know that uh, what it's helped me do is just realize how naturally I am psychic. And the more that I'm quiet in my mind, the more that I'm relaxed and then, you know, have clear thoughts, those impressions just come right in and they can be very practical. I mean, from, hey, you left your phone on the kitchen table to, um, you know, a big job's coming up for me in another city, you know, or something like that. So it ranges the whole gamut. But the key is to make all this practical and really to become your own best guru or your own best psychic. And I always like to say, you know, it's fun to get readings from each other because often it will reinforce some or confirm some of the things we're already picking up from our guidance or already sensing, especially in the beginning stages to get really, you know, confident in what you're, you know, picking up. So uh, Teresa and I use this all the time. And um, there's a couple of aspects to your psychic gifts. And some of you that have received that profile that we offered at that last physical fair or the last couple of fairs we've been at, where you learn what your gift order is. Uh, and uh, what your what your first gift is, and a bit of, about those qualities is that there's basically when you're in balance, you're relaxed, you have a strength uh, in how you communicate inner. In other words, how you receive impressions from the universe or your guidance. And for example, my first gift is a gift of vision. So my strength is in I see pictures. I'll get pictures in my mind's eye. And then there's also a strength in how I'm operating in the world and how I'm working in business or I'm in a relationship. And Teresa loves to kid me because I love to paint pictures with words. That's how I communicate. And, uh, but Teresa's a little different. She, her first gift is the gift of intuition. And she often likes just the facts, just give me the consolidated facts. And I'm willing to make a decision on that. Once she has an understanding then she um, feels secure. Now we have all four type gifts, but we will uh, make our decision through that, through that first gift that we have. So it's important to know. Now, uh, would you like to add anything to that, Teresa, at this point? Yeah, well, what I'd like to add to that is how when people think about being psychic, especially naturally psychic, they think of, oh, otherworldly or, you know, I'm, that's not me. And I, you know, that, and some people honestly even say, I'm scared of being psychic or I don't mm -hmm. want to be psychic. I'm trying to hide my psychic and that's what, or hide my abilities. And that's what I heard recently at some people at the metaphysical fair we attended in Ames is they didn't want to, you know, acknowledge these um, abilities they have. And we all have them. We all get the impressions, the hunches, the insights every single day. But beyond those psychic abilities that we naturally have, there are also different aspects of how we communicate through our gifts. And so that's what I really want to emphasize in this course is that it's not just about 
you know, seeing in your, your third eye or, you know, picking up, you know, senses from people or whatever. I mean, there'll be um, energetic techniques we're going to work with, but it's really about how to practically work with them as inner communication system, as really being, you know, more practical than just the fact that, you know, I hear from spirit and it, it's, so that's really what I want to say is that it's really, um, taking it to a different degree that it's making it just really practical versus I'm psychic and, and this is what I can do with my psychic abilities. It's not, it's not about that. Yeah. I mean, it is about that and it's not about that. What we're really talking about, (laughs) I would say is that it's just, you mentioned it, you know, we get, they average, you know, 70 to a hundred impressions per day, but how many do we listen to? How many of those hunches do we follow? Mm -hmm. So I'm still having those kinds of experiences where I get a hunch and I'm going, whoa, my sensitivity is so subtle sometimes. And, uh, you know, learning to pay more and more and more attention to it. And the outcome for me is that life just gets smoother. It just gets easier. I just trust myself. I don't find myself in the wrong place at the right time as much or in a big drama situation because I've picked up on it before or I've communicated clearly uh, through the my four gifts or through my first gift so that people know where I'm coming from. And then, you know, communication is really key to avoiding a lot of troubles in life. Because even when you have a wonderful partner in your life, there's times when there's miscommunication for all kinds of reasons. But a way to start really smoothing that out is to take that that class that we've got. You know, some of the folks were introduced to what their gift order is, as I said before, and now it's time to find out how you're making it practical and also come together with like-minded people to share what you're learning about that. How have you noticed it happening this week or last week? And uh, what, what are some of the big, you know, situations you've had where you've picked up a big impression or something? What are some of the more subtle ones? So I find that once I knew my first gift, once I knew that, like I, I just felt this relief you know, because I was trying to be prophetic, for example, that's how my family operated. And I was just trying to just know things more than not. I can do that, but it's my nature is you've got to show me. So, or I've got to see it. And then once I see it, I get it. Or I see a lot from just looking at things. So knowing how I work that way, now I make sure it, you know, I'm accountable to the people in my life, partners, teachers, coworkers. I make sure I get a picture. I get the picture of what's really going on. And I know people who are have the gift of intuition, for example, like Teresa, how do you do it? You want to make sure, what do you do to me? Give them an example of how you operate with me once in a while. <laughs> you mean with my first gift? Yes. Well, I just tell you, Tom, I, all I need is the facts. I don't need the, all the details. I don't need everything. Just give me the facts so I can move on and do what I need to do. Yeah. And I don't take offense to that because I know Teresa's an intuitive and she's just reminding me, okay, I got to get more factual here. I got to tune into my intuitive part and really deliver that message, you know, have and that vice message. Versa. And vice versa with you, because um, what do you, I mean, you need me to give you more of a picture when I'm just giving you you know, the five facts that I want to tell you, the what, when, where, why, <laughs> and how. And you're like, no, I need more than that because I need more to put together for myself because I'm a visionary. Yeah, and so what I, 
what she means by that, like just to talk about that, is that I find I've got to see how that fits. What those facts she's given me, I have to see how that fits with where I'm going or what I've got in my mind. And I can see that. And so she's got to make, you know, check with me a little bit, not make sure, but just kind of check. Do you see what I'm talking about? Do you, uh, how do you, how do you see that and get a little feedback? Now there's other people, you know, there's people with the gift of feeling first, they often uh, experience life through feelings. So, you know, you'll hear them say, oh, I have a good feeling for that. And they want to get involved if, or they say, no, I don't have a good feeling for that. They don't want to get involved. So, but often it takes them a little time to whatever picture I'm communicating or whatever facts Teresa's communicating, somebody high in the gift of feeling may need a moment to tune that into a feeling, tune into the feeling of their involvement. So really we're all about making this practical. You know, you probably, a lot of you folks who know me, you know, you may get a little tired of hearing that, but I love to make things practical. You know, I've been a regular guy, businessman. I've gone to college. I've, uh, you know, had a couple of careers in different occupations. And I find the successful people, whether it's in business or law enforcement or uh, working in spiritual work, really trust their intuition and or their sensitivity. You know, what, what society refers to as intuition. So again, we say there's four types of that intuition. And it's. In, I didn't think I was psychic when I first got involved. I thought, oh, this sounds intriguing. Um, and what I really learned was, you know, I was my whole life. What about you, Teresa? Well, you know, what I was going to came to my mind is how um, the more I understand about myself and how I work and my psychic abilities work, the better I can understand others around me. And actually, the more patient I am, too, because like Tom mentioned with a feeler or like, say, a prophetic person that just has those insights that come to them and they just know things without even really knowing where it's coming from because it just kind of comes in. I know that, okay, that's how they roll. That's how they roll. Like my mom's that way. And so, and understanding that she's prophetic and that, and I know how that gift works and I can be more patient as she works through different situations and scenarios when I'm, especially when I'm working with her. And that's a key aspect is really understanding yourself first but also the other gifts, because we have all four of these aspects of our of our psychic abilities inside of us. So, I mean, I've got a feeling part. I've got a prophetic part. And Tom does, too. We have all four of us, all four of them in us. So understanding how they work and then, you know, really understanding how others also work can be really a game changer in my book. You know, and the word that comes to me is self-respect, is that when I know how I operate, and how I receive my impressions, we call that inner communication system, the inner communications, how I receive those impressions. And then how I communicate outwardly, the outer communication system. The more that I'm aware of where I am and where my strengths are, where my niche almost is in life and how I operating in my relationships, in my business, in my job, in my baseball team you play for, whatever you're doing, you know, the more that, um, again, I'll go back to things, you know, I have the self-respect so that things go smoother in life and more with that Definitely. live and let live vibration. So mm-hmm. 
to go back to Teresa's example where she says, just give me the facts. I don't, I don't, that, I don't, that doesn't bother me. Some people might in the past, you know, I might've thought, oh, she's very abrupt. You know, I want to tell her my whole story, but that's all she needs. And in fact, you were bringing up an example where we were watching a documentary about a, a famous person in the music industry. And uh, he was very successful. And he looked, you know, he appears that he was really strong in his, in his intuitive gift, in that clear hearing, clear audience, you know, gift. And so music, and he could really, as a good intuitive, he was a born leader. He could uplift others to, to really hit their their highest of highs or highest heights in terms of their talents. And he worked with some big names, you know, like the way he uh, handled some of those folks, you'd be surprised they're such big names, you know, but he, he even helped them, you know, become better. And uh, he's, he's in this relationship with um, someone who was very high in the feeling gift. And it, it struck me that as he was sharing how he felt, his partner often did not feel that he was sharing enough of his feelings. And, you know, it appears that as a good intuitive, he has shared his feelings. It's just, that's all you're going to get. You're just going to get the basics. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get a lot of the visionary like me. I'll paint the whole picture for you. I'll go all into who. And first in the morning, we started doing this. And then after that, this guy came in to get to my one point. I mean, it's a tendency I have, you know, so uh, we love to laugh about it. It's easier (laughs) to accept others when I know where they're coming from. So, you know, that fellow is involved in a relationship with someone who's high in the gift of feeling and they want to know the feelings. Whereas he just, he has communicated the feelings and, you know, maybe he could be a bit more feeling or communicate the feeling a bit more for her. And maybe she could just be a bit more accepting of the facts that he's sharing with her. And, well, and the interesting uh, part with this. We all learn how to get along and not take it personally, you know. And the interesting thing about this relationship, too, um, in this documentary you're watching is that she wanted to change him. And how many Ooh, people yeah. out there listening want to change somebody. I mean, I have been there. I'm a hands up, both hands are up because my previous family, I wanted them all to be spiritual. I wanted them all to do everything I was doing. And you know what? They didn't want that because it's not part of their journey. I mean, all of our journeys are completely different. And so understanding that too, and how, you know, what's my purpose and, and, you know, along with the, what's my first psychic gift and how all that kind of comes together for myself is I'm a very directed um, you know, person that just, I mean, I kind of go for things when I know what I'm, you know, want to do. And not a lot of other people, I mean, other people are not like that. And, and I can't change anyone around me to do what I'm wanting to do. You know, and uh, uh, when you know what your family members gifts are, and once you can check with your guidance, you can always check, you know, what gift is it best for me to communicate with this person? So, uh, you may not know what their first gift is, but maybe the best way to communicate with them. And uh, one of the experiences I had back when I was in business as a consultant is I was calling on a client, a, a for, you know, a large corporation, well-known name, and the uh, fellow who was head of the division uh, hired me to do some consulting. And you know, they paid me thousands of dollars to just even show up to 
take on the assignments kind of a thing uh, back in my heyday. And uh, I'd go in with my all my ideas and I prepared, you know, a proposal and a plan and and some of my ideas. And I was always surprised at how in the initial phases he would complete my sentences for me. And I got a little intimidated because I thought, my goodness, you know, here I am being paid lots of money to come up with these new ideas and ways to reorganize things. And yet he knows what I'm talking about. And I remember checking with my guidance. This is one way I made it practical. And they said, you know, Tom, his first gift, they said it kind of like that, you know, but uh, it checked that his first gift was the gift of prophecy. So he just knows things. And often people with that prophetic as their first gift will complete sentences for you. I mean, that's one of the ways you can kind of spot it. It's that's what they do. Right. They know what you're going to say when you're in their aura. They picked up on it. And I, honestly, I relaxed after that. And I had a great relationship with him. He was a client for something like, you know, 15 to 20 years or something. At least, you know. Uh, kind of a thing. And he's still a good friend. And uh, there's the point, you know, because I knew what his first gift was, I could, I could stay relaxed in that business situation. And, um, you know, or, or being in a business meeting when the intuitives in charge, and they're just really laying it out hard and factual, not taking offense, just relaxing, tuning into my intuitive part, or uh, when a lot of detail is needed with the person who's of the feeling type, being patient to give them the details they need so that they can get a feeling for what we're doing. And then, of course, uh, the prophetics, usually they know what you're going to say and um, they're on board or they're not. And, right. and uh, But they're great because they're so creative in business. Like they really take us beyond our, our normal boundaries. Um, someone like Elon Musk strikes me as someone that's probably high in prophecy. I'm not yeah. saying that's his first gift. I haven't checked that and I haven't been given permission to check his, his four gifts through that profile, but he operates. Yeah, I see a lot of, you know, signs of that because who would have thought really going to Mars is a possible thing and having, you know, the, all the things he's created, but this guy's, he, he's out there in, in that, well, they're out there in that universe and they make outstanding executives, you know, whilst they can be extremely creative and almost crazy creative and spontaneous, they make great executives because they can see the potential and things. So this is why we have this course is to help you really awaken and begin to unfold each of your four gifts. It's a step-by-step process. And uh, also through that profile that we do, where we check the 1000A, we call it. Uh, it's an orientation profile into your four types of psychic perception. And we're available uh, online for that as well, um, where you begin to really, you know, tune into these strengths. Because- or also the spiritual gifts and inner guidance consultation, which which is a coaching session you can find on our website on tntspiritworks.com. That's probably the, be- the best place to start that with in the... Where do you start with us at? But um, with the naturally psychic class also, it's yes. um, it's not just for beginner people. Cause I tell you, there's some really great nuggets in this class that if you already know a lot about the four gifts or who you are, I kid you not, you will come away with some really good nuggets for yourself and understanding 
your psychic gifts a lot deeper than you probably have right now, because there's just, it's a really great class. Yeah. We were looking through the notes and uh, we go through some slides and there's some, there's some really great keys that even after many years of sort of working with this, like, Oh yes, that's right. I get reminded of that. And then the other thing that's beautiful is when you get a chance to share with like-minded people, and we'll do a bit of that on zoom where people can break out and share what their experience is. Um, in a, in a place where there's no judgment, it's just mm-hmm. what you experience. You're not, we're not allowed to give people feedback except for, okay, you know, and thanks for sharing and that kind of thing, because we want people to feel free to share whatever they've experienced so they can start to put together things for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about the difference between having a lot of spiritual knowledge and spiritual wisdom. And what that means to me and it may mean something slightly different to everybody else or different people. But what it means to me is that I'm involved in life so that the knowledge that I have becomes wisdom. I have the experience. I'm aware of my experience so that it becomes wisdom. And there we have a balance between our feelings, which is in the experience, the fulfillment, the achievement, the involvement, and our intellect, which is, you know, that thing device that we have in our, you know, our brain that stores all this knowledge, you know, or all these facts and data. So when we're in balance with our four gifts or with our first gift, you know, we do great. And uh, we also touch on when we get out of balance. A little bit. And, <laughs> yeah. I can tell you a and, lot about being out of balance intuitive. <laughs> yeah. And Let's so see, for a visionary, one of the things about, is, is a sign that I'm a little out of balance is I, I start to become a little bit of a perfectionist, wanting everything to be absolutely perfect and uh, or wanting people to see it my way, the way I see it. Now, I've, I've done a lot. I've invested a lot in myself and in my growth over the years. So I've and the only way for me to do that is not for somebody to tell me, but for me to look within and then work with my guidance on the version that I have of being a perfectionist because it might not be the way Teresa does perfectionism. She might do it her way or a slightly different way. So that's where the learning, go ahead. Well, and for myself, it's that um, I look back at my life because I put quite a bit together the last few years with understanding about this, um, about my four gifts and how to work with them and my inner communication system and how prior to really understanding a lot of this, I, I was really a control freak. And I look back at my previous family and go, my God, how did they put up with me? I mean, because there's still times when I do control, I try to control Tom a little bit. He's like, you know, we need to have a dog because God, you really want to, you know, control some things (laughs) and not him. But I mean, I'm much better now and I do catch things more so than I used to. But I just think back of, of the times when I really yeah, as a as an out of balance intuitive, we're all about just trying to control people, control situations. I want it my way, and a lot of times, if we don't really catch ourselves or understand what we're going through or what we're trying to portray, we can. I mean, we can be a, a lot to deal with. Is that true, Tom? <laughs> that's true. But you know, the great thing about an intuitive that's in balance is they are born leaders. People want to work with intuitives because they have that direction so clear. They plow new ground and they have that inner drive. 
an almost militant discipline to accomplish. And it feels so good when those things are accomplished. I mean, they go beyond the average or the norm. So they're great, uh, you know, great leaders that way. So how do you find out if you're in balance or out of balance? Well, one of the ways is to start taking a look at um, that inner communication and guidance, that inner guidance, um, you know, gives some guidance profile, really. Mm-hmm. Look at your right. inner communication right. system, become aware of maybe the little symptoms that something's out of balance. Like if I'm being a perfectionist, it's just because I'm not getting the picture. I'm not getting the true picture of what my involvement needs to be in that opportunity. So we're leaving ourselves out. We're leaving the natural soul ability that we bring with us out. And uh, I like to say that the four gifts are, you know, part of our soul nature, which is part of our true feelings, our feeling nature. And within that feeling nature is where this innate wisdom is that we brought with us from, you know, a lot of that universal experience or, or that lifetimes of experience. And how do you tap into it? Well, your brain doesn't remember it because your brain is regrown every time you get a new body. This is what I, what it means to me. But your soul remembers the energy of it. They remember the experience of it. And that's why you recognize certain situations a little quicker than others. You know, they, there's a saying, like, we, we love the games where we know the rules to the game. And then we know how to play it. The games that we feel uncomfortable with are the ones that we don't know the rules of the game. So by getting involved in understanding your four types of natural psychic abilities or types of psychic perception and how to make it practical and how it is already helping you and sometimes not helping you, uh, you can uh, begin to understand more about the rules of the whole game here on planet Earth. Yeah, and I guess what I'll follow that up with and then we'll... um is that another mini morsel is that, you know, we've given you a lot of kind of insights today about your four gifts and ways that we can support you and with tntspiritworks.com. But the one thing for myself is that the more that I understand myself and understand that I'm naturally psychic and I've got these four amazing abilities inside of me that I work with every single day, it can help me get through anything. And right now as souls on the planet, we are really going through a lot of different unique um situations and perspectives that that is being presented to us. And so when you understand yourself and understand also how to cleanse and how to connect with your inner guidance, it really can make a whole difference in how you move through a lot of what we're going through each and every day right now. And now, of course, you know, on the planet, we're always going through something. It's not like, it's just kind of intense right now because we've been going through this one specific thing for quite a while, but it's constant. It's change is constant and it's learning how to work with the gifts that you have that are naturally, those naturally psychic gifts. There's more in store. So please join us. Uh, it was great sharing with you today, Teresa. Thank you for inviting me on. And of course. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a really fun course, lovely light. Um, I felt really uplifted and like, wow, there's some new you know, we like to joke around and say the new superpowers, but they're just, they're already there. It's just a, a, a matter of unfolding them, becoming more aware of them. And then that in conjunction with being able to check and recheck with my spiritual team, uh, my spiritual helpers uh, is uh, really, you get, you're on your way. You're on your way for 
turning your knowledge into wisdom through experience. Mm, love that. So we also have, you can check out the link in the show notes to book a seat with us. And if you can't make this class, we'll be offering others every month to support the spiritual part of your journey. So again, thank you so much, Tom, for helping me share about this amazing little class coming up called Naturally Psychic, Exploring My Inner Communication. And thank you all for listening. And I hope that whatever you're doing today, you are rocking those psychic sensitivities And just remember that life is too short to not be enthusiastic about your unique journey. Believe it or not, when you arrived back, For another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.